Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in Atlanta, it's time for Gwinnett Chambers Monthly Radio Show. Open for business. Spotlighting the top chamber members in Gwinnett. Open for business is brought to you by Veritech. Veritech. Great people. Remarkable service. And welcome to the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio here in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Open for Business. This is the monthly radio show presented by the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. I'm Mike Salmon, and every month on Open for Business, we highlight and celebrate many of the top businesses and community leaders that shape Gwinnett County. And we have a couple guests in the studio today. Joining us from the Student Navigator, we have the founder and owner, Elise Dillard. And from the Gwinnett Chamber itself, Callie D'Angelo, who's the Senior Programs and Events Manager. And we're going to start the show with Elise Dillard, the Student Navigator. Good morning, Elise. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Great to see you. Tell us all about the Student Navigator. What does your company do? Yes. So at the Student Navigator, our primary focus is navigating students towards achieving debt-free graduation. Um, a little bit about myself. I decided to fund my education debt-free, and I didn't have anyone to show me how to fund my education debt-free. So I developed a system. Um, after doing it successfully for one year, I duplicated and funded my second year debt-free until, sure enough, I funded all my years debt-free. And so um, I wanted to create a platform so that students can have someone to guide them on this journey um, towards funding their education debt-free. And so I um, founded the Student Navigator. Um, we have been um, semifinalist recipients in two categories with the Gwinnett Chamber. And we serve as students and parents nationwide. And we're just excited about what we're doing. And <laughs> We need to find a little passion in what you do. No, it's absolutely there. That's amazing to think that you can actually have a debt-free education these days. But, but you proved it can happen. Now, when, when you did it for yourself, Elise, was it out of you had no other choice. It was either that way or you couldn't afford to go or you just wanted to f- try to be innovative and, and, and show that it could be done. Well, I had um, played, I've played basketball my whole life and um, it was a dream to play college basketball. And months before my senior graduation in high school, I decided that I'd rather pursue college um, to pursue other interests. And so with that, I denied the opportunity to play college basketball and I didn't want to go to college and do something I didn't want to do. And so Having made that last minute decision, um, I decided to, I was going to fund my education debt free. I didn't want that to be on my parents. Um, having made that last minute decision, they invested so much time into helping me with my basketball career and getting that scholarship. And so um, I sat at the financial aid office. And when she told me the cost for college, it, I was a deer in headlights because the conversation was always, um, you know, have good grades or have good talent. That would be your ticket into college. But the cost was never a part of that conversation. So I'm here to change that dialogue. I decided I wasn't going to be a statistic. I didn't want to have the average amount of student loan debt that the financial aid officer shared with me. And so um, I just got to work. I didn't have anyone to show me, but a lot of trial and error, but it happened. And so that's why I'm here to share it with other students too. So you started the Student Navigator. Yes. How long ago was that? I started it and we launched in 2016. Okay. um, And we've yeah, 2018 now. Mm-hmm. Um, we serve students and parents nationwide. And in fact, I have a student who'll be graduating college debt-free in May. So you can work with students across the country. Yes. So, so how does it work? Are you just out there looking for scholarships? Uh, how, do, how, do, how do these uh, students and families uh, contract with you? How does that work? Um, yes. Yeah, so we have an online platform. We work with students 100% online just because the demand is a large outside of Georgia. Um, and we deal more with the strategy. There's a lot of free databases out there that have the scholarships, but we deal more with the strategy. Like once you find 
a scholarship database, like how to navigate through them to find one that's for you. And once you find one, how to make yourself a more competitive candidate towards winning that scholarship. And we also talk about paid internships as well. Um, I was blessed to have made over five figures in paid internships alone. So we share that insight with students as well. Can students get more than one scholarship? Yes, absolutely. They can. Yes. So that's one of the secrets a lot of folks don't realize. Okay, I got my one scholarship that partially pays for my education. i probably not eligible for more, but you can actually double up, triple up. Yes, absolutely. We actually um, work with athletes who they might have had a partial sports scholarship. So they have part of their education paid for, but they don't have a full ride. So absolutely, I won more than one scholarship. There's there's not a limit. It's nice if you get one, a full ride. That's nice. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> but, then what makes you different from, say, a, a guidance counselor or a school counselor? I'm someone who's lived it and done it. And not only that, but individuals that we are mentors, they've accomplished it as well. So they're getting insight for someone who's lived it and done it as well. Typically, the types of students that you work with, uh, do they come from a, a special income area or are they low income or is it kind of across the scale? It's across the scale. Um, and it's interesting because individuals who are from a lower income household, they think they're not eligible for funding. Individuals from a higher income level think they're not eligible and they all are. So we work with families from low income um, all the way to, um, we have one student we were working with whose parents made over 125000 a year. And so everywhere in between. And there's funding for all levels. Okay. We're talking with Elise Dillard. She is the founder and owner of the Student Navigator here on Open for Business, the monthly Gwinnett Chamber radio show. And uh, the Student Navigator is a chamber member. And we'll talk about that in, in just a second. So are you working with students that have not started college already? Or what about a, stu- a student that maybe has already started college and they've already got some loans out there? We work with both, actually. And we do get a lot of college students who come to us. Um, We love to be on the proactive end with students. So sometimes um, we'll work with students in high school and even as young as middle school, their parents will kind of have to pull them to, but um, just so they can be proactive. And so we're able to work with them um, because many students believe you have to be a senior in high school to start getting scholarships. But really there's funding out there, um, you know, on a freshman, sophomore, junior level. I won one even in third grade. So there's funding out there um, even on a lower even when you're younger. But we also um, work with college students too. Some college students hear about us and they might be a junior and they might have taken out loans their freshman year or sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not a debt reduction or debt settlement service, but we can work with you with your remaining education moving forward. Because, hey, if you can fund one year debt-free, that's better than none. So, yeah. yeah. No more loans. <laughs> Don't take any more loans out. Let me show you how you can do that. And we also work with master's as well. Um, we have a student that we're working with. She's a master's student at Fordham University. And in fact, she just won a scholarship. So there's funding out there for everyone. Here on the notes, I know you want me to ask you about a success story. <laughs> so, so we'll hear that. But that what I find interesting, you also want, you also asked me to ask you about a non-successful story. Yes. Why do you want me to ask you about a non-successful story? Yes, because many individuals, especially being in this microwave society, they think... Wait, what'd you say? A microwave society? Yes. Microwave society is you want something instant. You want it right now. And so oftentimes individuals, they think that, oh, you know, they work with us for a week or two and their whole education is going to be paid for. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes a decision and consistent action. And so um, I asked, you know, to have both because there's some individuals who they want that immediate or they don't take that consistent action. They stay, you know, zealous at first and then they fall off and then they wonder why they're not getting results. And so um, a non-successful story is a student who did not remain consistent and they didn't see those results. Thankfully, they kind of got their mindset back together and they started um, seeing those results. But then also a successful story is um, we have a student who will be graduating college debt-free in May. So no loans for them. They'll be 
graduating debt free, crossing that stage. So that's great. And 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 there's 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 some work that has to be done by the student too. It's not just okay. We got a scholarship. I'm I'm scot free now. In most cases, I would think they have to keep the grades up. Yes, if it's academic or merit based scholarship, and many individuals believe that that's all the only type of scholarships that are out there. And there's other ones that don't even ask for your GPA. But um, definitely keeping your grades up is um, important because we always share with students, keep your options open. So if you have good grades, that definitely opens you up to be eligible for more academic and merit-based scholarships. I, I want to ask you your opinion, Elise, on something. Years ago, we had the housing crisis and the housing bubble, the mortgages that the mortgage bubble burst. I've been hearing on the news, you know, some stations that they're, the next big burst could be the all these students coming out of college with all this debt, that they're, the bubble's going to burst one day and, and we're going to have issues just like we had with the mortgages. I mean, mm-hmm. any thoughts or opinions on that? Because so many people, more than not, they're not using your services and they're coming out with a lot of debt. That can't continue. What happens if we don't resolve this problem? That's a great question. That's why I do what I do every day um, to help as many students as I can. I think more of it is awareness, too. Many families don't believe there's another option. Um, 30% of students graduate debt-free. And oftentimes when I do speaking engagements to parents or students, I ask them, what do you think is the average amount of uh, students that graduate debt-free? And they often say between 1% or 5%, but it's really 30%. And you can immediately see that hope on their faces. And so I think one is them knowing that it's achievable and having a system and someone to show you step-by-step how you can do it. And those resources, I think that will be a large part of it. And that's why I'm here. But definitely my heart sinks for those who have all those student loans and didn't know anything different. Um, you know, I know individuals who are, um, you know, in their 60s that are still paying off student loans. Mm-hmm. And I just read an article. They said that um, the student who graduates in 2015, um, they'll have to delay their retirement to around 75 because of student loans. And so it definitely my heart sinks for those individuals, but that's why I yeah. do to help as many as possible. But there's so many scholarships and grants out there that people aren't even aware of. Yes. How do you find out about all of this? There's a lot of free scholarship databases out there. Um, And the great thing about many of those is they break them down into different categories. So it makes it a lot more user-friendly for the student. Um, But also networking, I share with students, that's a large part too. Um, There was a student who, um, he asked his mom, hey, mom, does your job offer a scholarship? And the mother didn't even know, but she looked into it and sure enough, her job offered a scholarship. And so he went ahead and applied and he won a five-figure scholarship. And so um, a lot of it is networking. You know, who do you know? You know, what are your affiliations? So even for the parents that are listening and maybe you're not in a position where you can write a check, you know, and tell your child, where do you want to go? I'll pay for it. You just networking and utilizing your affiliations. That can also be a large part in helping your child find scholarships and fund Mm -hmm. their education. Other than your enthusiasm and your passion for (laughs) what you do, which comes across really well here on the radio, talk to that parent or family that says, well, why do I need a lease? Maybe I can go online and I can kind of try to find these scholarships and these grants myself. I want you to go online and find those scholarships. They're free. They're out there. Um, it's You're not, not a supposed secret. to say that. <laughs> well, we I, I like with, you even more now. <laughs> but we work with the student more on the strategy end. So, okay, now that you found that scholarship, how can we make you? How can you make yourself a more competitive candidate? And um, and that's what we do is more the strategy piece. But there's free resources out there and I openly share them with families. I want you to find them. For those that want to find out more about the Student Navigator, how to get in touch with you, how to find out more about your services, where can they get that information? Yes, um, go to the studentnavigator.com and actually um, our Funding College Debt Free online bootcamp Pre-registration is open for that, where um, it's online. We can learn with online community. 
Um, not only do we offer one-on-one mentoring, but we have our boot camp where you can learn with the community of other students. Um, but it's at the studentnavigator.com um, on our homepage, or you can, you'll see the tab. It says online boot camp. So I encourage families to go ahead and pre-register for that while it's open. Great stuff, Elise. Before we let you go, though, you're here on this show because you're a member of the uh, Gwinnett uh, Chamber of Commerce. Yes. Talk about why you decided to join the chamber a few years ago mm-hmm. and, and how it's helped your business. Yes. Um, I decided to join the chamber um, because of the resources that were out there. Um, but more importantly, they've they had a lot. I was immediately introduced to the chamber just through the different community workshops and that you guys offer. And once I learned more about the chamber, I saw it as a valuable um tool for our business. So I went ahead and um, we've been members. And even just since joining, we've gotten business from the chamber and even just referrals from chamber members into the community. So it's definitely been a utilizing um, resource for us. Great. Well, Elise, great to see you. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you for having me. Also joining us here on the program now is uh, Callie D'Angelo. She's with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. And I'm sure, Kelly, you love hearing stories like that when you hear Elise talk about why she joined and how it's worked and helped her business. Absolutely. It's so inspiring what she does. And I'm just so excited to know of that resource. And members like her truly are changing the community. So it's it's very exciting to hear. Well, we're glad to have you here. I think this is the first time we've ever had you on the show. Thank you. So talk about your background, how long you've been with the Chamber and what your role is there. So I've been in the chamber industry for about 12 years. I've been with the Gwinnett Chamber for about four. And my role is to form different um, programs and events to serve our members. Okay, so before you joined the Gwinnett Chamber, what other chambers were you with? I was with the Savannah Chamber, the Port Wentworth Chamber, Tybee Island, and Statesboro. So you've been with a few others, so you can kind of compare. What makes the Gwinnett Chamber a little bit different? Well, what I love about our organization is we really do have something for everyone. So if you're looking to, you know, develop your small business, like Elise mentioned, we have a lot of workshops. If you're looking for recognition, we have awards programming. If you're looking to develop your emerging leaders, we have a young professionals program. So what's really cool is we can sit down with a member and we can come up with an engagement plan. And I can look at your business, I can talk with you, and I can find out who you want to get in front of. And then I can make suggestions for you to get network with professionals at those events. That's good stuff. Here we are now a couple months into 2018. I know you've already had a busy year. Your eyes just got really wide at me. Talk about what you've been up to so far this year. Yes, we have definitely hit the ground running. So we started with our annual dinner, and that is a gala that celebrates Gwinnett's finest. So it's another recognition program. And it also gives us the opportunity to go over what we achieved in 2017 and what we're looking for towards the future. So we had about 1,000 people at that. Then we've hosted our State of the Region address, our State of the County, with our Board of Commissioners Chairman, um, Charlotte Nash. And we had about 800 people at that. Um, we've had small business programming, young professionals programming. Um, we've probably hosted about 3,000 members already this year, and we're just into February. So there's lots of ways for businesses and individuals to engage with the chamber. Uh, Elise mentioned workshops, and you've talked about all the things. So so if, if for the businesses that are listening right now that are already members, thank you very much. For those out there that are listening that are not members, what, what's the best way for them to first get involved? Well, I would suggest coming and speaking with one of us. And what we can do is once we know your interests, we can connect you with a membership development manager, or I can help you myself. And what we can do is find out who you're looking to reach. And like I said, come up with an engagement strategy. So definitely get involved, start attending events. Um, Like Elise mentioned, networking is so important and how you get the word out there about your organization. 
So we certainly serve as a platform to form those relationships. So give us a ring. And there are events that you can attend before you join if you want to kind of check things out and dip your toe in the water. Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question. So all of our members, most of our events are set up with a member and a member guest rate. So if you want to attend um, as a member guest, we certainly would love to have you. Um, there are certain events that are members only, but we do allow for you to test that, um, you know, a few times, whether that be our networking or business after hours. So we would love to have you as a member, but we'd also love for you to test drive the product. Great. We're talking with Callie D'Angelo. She's with the uh, Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, Senior Programs and Events Manager. You know, we've had over a thousand businesses, Callie, come through our doors here at Gwinnett Business Radio to talk about the great work and services they provide to the community. Most of them are small businesses. And uh, looking at some numbers here, over 90% of the companies in Gwinnett County are small businesses. How do you work with the small businesses? We have a very, very robust small business programming sector. So Stephanie Sokinas, she is the lead on that, and she's absolutely awesome. So we have a lot of different ways for them to learn, but also grow their business through networking opportunities. Um, we have an Eat and Educate luncheon that we do. We have a small business summit that's annual that is a day-long opportunity for education. We have our Pinnacle Small Business Awards, which is another recognition program. So we have events constantly. Um, another thing that I think to mention are the resources and how we can serve as that liaison. So um, Stephanie can sit down and consult with you. She can connect small businesses with SCORE or the Small Business Development Center and things of that nature. And if I could do a little testimonial myself, all of our Business Radio X studios uh, throughout Atlanta and, and all over the country actually work with the local chambers. We've been members of the Gwinnett Chamber for the five years that we've been here. We're actually Chairman Club members. So there's, there's different levels of membership for folks thinking, oh, it's too expensive or I can't afford it. There are, there are levels that you can join and, and get a lot of the benefits and it doesn't break the bank at all. Absolutely. We do have different levels of membership. And when you look at your ROI, I would really encourage you to kind of compare those because oftentimes if you just make one connection, you've already paid for your membership. So I definitely think it's a worthy investment. Great. For those that want to find out more, look into membership, find out more about the workshops and the luncheons and the Gwinnett networking and all the things that, yeah, that are happening with the Gwinnett Chamber, where can they get more information? I would suggest following our channels on social media and also visiting our website at gwinnettchamber.org. You can always give me a ring as well. And one of the benefits of being a member, you get to come on the show like you lease and talk about your company, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and those are types um, of opportunities that are included in our minimum benefits. So what we like to say is that we would rather over-deliver than over-promise. So what you see when you start are kind of the basic, um, you know, membership benefits, but then there's other opportunities like this that presents themselves throughout the year. And there's great folks at the chamber to work with, like yourself, Callie, and then your yes. leadership with Dr. Daniel Kaufman. Yes. What's it been like working with him? Because he, he is just the most personable, outgoing, just a great guy to meet. You, you would never know he's the head of a chamber. You would think he's just your buddy. That's absolutely correct. Um, he is so accomplished. And just really a brilliant individual, but just as nice as he is smart. So it's definitely great to learn from him on a personal level, but also see him in a professional setting and how he's advanced the chamber. Yeah. Every, every time I see him, he's like, Mike, you know, good to see you. How can, and he doesn't say, you know, you know what I need to do for him. He's always says, how can we help you? Yes, that is so important. And that's what I want people to understand is that we are a service organization. And we're here to work for our members. And without you guys, we don't exist. So thank you so much for the opportunity. 
and for the, you know, faith that you instill in the chamber. Anything else before we let you go? I think that's it. Callie, great job. Thank you for coming. Great to see you. Thanks so much for having me. This is uh, Callie D'Angelo with the uh, the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce. Want to thank you for joining us this morning here in the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio. And also a thank you to Elise Dillard for joining us uh, from the Student Navigator. A reminder, you can listen to this show anytime, 24-7, by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and you'll see the uh, the tab for Open for Business. You can listen to any of the episodes. Also, the show is available on iTunes, so go to iTunes and subscribe and review us and all that good stuff. And we're all over social media as well. It's Business Radio X. Until next time, for the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce, I'm Mike Salmon. And remember, the Gwinnett Chamber is always open for business. (laughs) 